0: All right. Well, greetings, everyone. Jimmy, great to be with you hey. again this good morning. morning. Uh, just good to be alive in God. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, this today we want to talk about the word of the Lord. Yeah. And I know tracking about 20 years with this that. Antioch as a movement. We reach out all over the world to Mm -hmm. friends that Mm -hmm. are seeking God. And so it's such a joyful thing. And I'm I'm always expectant at the end of a year and going into a new year to find Mm -hmm. out what are we together getting to lock in to. So can you take us into that for this year, what the word of the Lord is and implications and how that's been getting worked out?
1: Yeah, and, and hopefully for most listeners, this is a review. Yes. Uh, but we'll we'll tag a couple of things, uh, Vision for the Lord that we did a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday morning and a couple other little opportunities for you to engage. But just as, as a big, broad deal, God's given us a five-year word, and I, I love that. Thank you, Jesus. Right. You know, we don't always get a five-year word. Sometimes right. we get a five-minute word. <laughs> Listen <laughs> now. Respond now. Right. But for us as a community, there's a five-year word around this this imagery of us being transformed from a church who is a cruise liner to a church that is a troop carrier right. because the battle is real. Right. And this transformation process of, of what God's doing in our midst. And um, there's two key scriptures, Isaiah 54, 2 and 3, Acts 1, 8. You can review those on your own. But the whole beauty of this is that God said, I'm I'm making you like the Queen Mary. And the Queen Mary was this boat during World War II that uh, had been retrofitted from a cruise liner to a troop carrier that was the fastest ship on water, mm-hmm. took over 400 thousand troops to five different continents to win the war. Uh, And it's amazing that God kind of give us this imagery and these scriptures around this idea of of being conscripted for such a time as this and all that good stuff. So again, that's a bit of a review. So we're in year two of that journey. Last year was all about retrofitting, God rearranging, resorting leaders and places and things in our hearts and minds and just that that kind of work of getting healthy so that we can go forward. But if, if you use the ship illustration, we're kind of pulling out to sea now. Mm-hmm. And what is so important is that engine room, mm-hmm. that, that below the waterline deal that's called the boiler room mm-hmm. or the engine room. And in the Queen Mary, in this illustration, it was one of the most powerful, um, state of the art boiler rooms ever made. Wow. And um, the, the imagery, hopefully, already is clear to everybody that what's below the waterline in our lives. Uh, our personal devotion, our intercession, our worship, our prayer—that's what fuels what right. people see above the line. Right. So when when we want to be used for Jesus, when we want to be on fire for Jesus, we want all of our life to be filled with Jesus. Right. It's what's going on in our inner man mm-hmm. in worship, prayer, and intercession, personally or as a small group, a life group, or as our family or as a church family. It's all that stuff below the waterline that makes the difference. Yes. So God in His mercy gave us this phrase to go with acts one eight and that is year two is about ignite the boiler room full steam ahead yes and all of that means is when a captain would set a course for a ship he'd say all right we're going this particular direction Mm -hmm. longitude longitude latitude all that and then he would go down he'd he'd holler down to the engine room 30 knots, 20 knots, full steam ahead. You know, there was this immediate communication from those who see up top and set course to those below who fire up the engines at the appropriate levels. And so Jesus is the captain of the Lord of hosts. Right. And he has said, we're going forward. Right. We've said yes. Right. And so he's saying, fire up the engine room. Yes. Woo. (laughs) Come on okay, so you
0: know there, there there's different things going on e- even with that, so as we're firing up the engine room, like you said in our own personal devotional life, right. we're gathering in life groups, we're gathering up you know just all, all over the place sure. seeking the lord there's also or well, we've talked about that exposing of impurities yeah. that need to get moved out in the analogy sure. so that it doesn't choke the engine. Say more. Yeah,
1: yeah so, so a lot of people uh, have asked me, well, you know, that's a big word, fire at the boiler room, full steam ahead. Is that some kind of anxious activity or what all does that mean? So I just want to, let me break it down then we'll talk about that. the, the, the water itself, the fire mm-hmm. and the water that work together to steam the right. engine. But when we talk about boiler room, remember, we have a personal devotional issue. So that is, as God is speaking to us as a community, he's also speaking to us individually. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean for my own word, worship and prayer to be fully hot, fully alive, fully um, on point with what God would have for me as an individual? And so just want to always say to all of us, intimacy with God is central Mm -hmm. to the fire of our hearts, right? right? So um, again, want to encourage you wherever you are in the journey, Fire up your personal devotional life, and we've got resources and everything that we consistently make available to you. Then the second thing is, though we talked a little bit about this last night, is fire up the family altar. Mm -hmm. And we'll just call that the home altar. If you're not married, you have roommates, Mm -hmm. uh, wherever that dwelling place is for you in the community that is literally your living quarters, um, that should be a family altar. Mm -hmm. If you have children and if you have a literal family married then what does that altar of word worship and prayer look like you need to answer that question Hmm. in this hour because the 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 health of a community or society is based on the health of the family and the relationships of that community and without the the boiler room being central to your family's life, being central to your roommates and your household, mm-hmm. um, uh, that, that, that dwelling place of God and what he's wanting to do through the home and through the family uh, is, is, um, is minimized. Yeah, and limited. The, and, and limited. And the enemy actually divides that house right. if it's not built on the Lord. Yep. He builds his house on a rock will not be washed away. Right. So uh, Family Altar, we've got some resources again. I won't go into all that, but just to say, I love uh, my friends. Uh, there are youth pastors uh, where the Jones family said, what's well, the highlight of your holiday? And they said, worshiping and praying together as a family. Amazing. And they have five kids and one son-in-law now. And And they said, you know, our fondest memories of growing up in our household were family altars, family worship times, family prayer times. And I thought that is the richness mm. of what we're after. Right. Fire up Boiler Room and a devotional life. And then life groups. Many times we we kind of go up and down throughout the journey. We're in Acts 2, 42 through 47 people. If you read those passages, you know what are we shooting for every time we gather in Christian community, which we call life groups. Um, and the answer is what we're, what we're shooting for is for, that that would be uh, fueled by the boiler room of God. Right. Prayer, encouragement, right. worship, that's what builds community. In the middle of the Acts 2 passage, it said everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. Mm-hmm. But that awe does not come just by um, everybody just by uh, learning together. to get along. Yeah, yeah. Right. or uh, I like these people, I don't like these people. Oh, I don't like the way my life group's going. What well, are you praying? Are you worshiping together? Are you encouraging? Right. Are you fasting when somebody's having a problem? Mm. Are you partnering together around a mission? Right. You know, all these things are a part of a boiler room that makes a life group alive or dead. Yes. And you know, when people say, well, you know, I'm so tired of the life group, I'm just going to do this side or the other. I mean, that's like saying, I'm tired of being a part of the body of Christ. Hmm. I'm tired tired of living out the gospel. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Right. Uh, so maybe it's a boiler room issue, mm-hmm. not the vessels issue. Ooh. See, we always want to say, well, it's the living room, it's meeting, it's the structure, it's this, that, or the other. No, it's the fire. Wow. A lot of structures work when the fire's on. Yes. Right. <laughs> a lot of stuff works when the right. fire's on. Right. If you're clean and your fire's on and mm-hmm. everybody's coming with the fire, there's enough to make any living room community <laughs> right. Right. turn into a boiler room right. and a ship that can sail. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. I
0: just, th- uh, I just think about the revival stories of old. Yeah. You know, and the the well known preachers mm-hmm. or the revivalists, they have the name. Yeah. But then when you dig in and you hear even their own stories, yeah. they're like, no, there was under even underneath always. where they were preaching, or yeah, there was always a guy that he he or she or the group they went two to three days a week before they fasted and prayed that week. Always, they t- always they tilled up the. Uh, tilled up the soil for the sake of something else that we've talked about which is that this, you know, this is an invitation both to uh, those that need to be re- reawakened yeah. but also it's an invitation to the uh, unknowing. So yeah. I don't know if there's anything you want to speak to, to that, uh, either group as we're talking for the room.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so what I would say is uh, to all of us is that um, you know, there, there's always three things that happen when people encounter God. There's the woe oh my goodness, I didn't even know Mm. how big and great God was. So Mm. when we fire up the boiler room, um, then the second thing that that always happens is there's the woe, then there's the revealing of junk that needs to come out of our lives. And then there is the sending Mm. of the Lord. Mm. Uh, Isaiah sees the Lord, he's undone, the Lord shows mercy and grace. Mm. And then he says, send me Lord, Paul has an encounter with God, he's shaken to his core, he gets uh, uh, reawakened by the Lord, he says, we've got a mission for you to do. Mm -hmm. So there's always this connection between the the renewal of our hearts, the revealing of our sin, and the calling of our lives. It's a one, two, three, happens every time. So as we're inviting people to fire up the boiler room, Word, worship, and prayer, open up your, you know, lift your head up, mm-hmm. come to God. What, what always happens is the, the impurities are revealed, right. the, 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 the junk that's in the way, the sluggish stuff that's not letting this ship sail, mm-hmm. not letting this life be free, not letting this thing go forward. Right. So, um, so just not to diverge too much, but I think this is really key here mm-hmm. that um, as we're filing up the boiler room, and again we're reading the scriptures, we're we're singing the songs of God, we're praying the prayers of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll find if we'll pause and wait and listen, we'll find the impurities that are making uh, this water and this fire inside of us uh, powerful and potent, mm-hmm. or not. Right. And um, uh, in a, in an actual boiler. Uh, what they do is they heat the water sometimes up to 700 degrees. This is what I understand. And um, when it gets to that, it's to get all the impurities out because when the steam goes into the engine and the fire goes, it has to be clean Mm. or it gunks up the engine or or, uh, the engine can't last long. So they have this this kind of runoff drum where they call it the sludge from the water drops in to this, this nasty tank. Uh, so that the water, can, uh, that, that, uh, as the impurities come out, it has a place to drop, wow. right? So what I would say is, um, you always wanna be saying, God, I worship you, I love you, wow, thank you, and then you always wanna say David's prayer, search me and try me, Lord, and mm-hmm. see if there be any anxious way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way, yes. because the impurities are a drag on the worship, right. they're a drag on what God wants to do through our lives, mm. and and when we when we when we get free of the impurities of our life, then there's real strength for the mission for our lives. Right. So, I mean, that's some great motivation yeah, uh-huh. right there.
0: Uh, so let me, let me ask you a question like this. Okay. So we're in the midst of this 22 days of prayer and fasting, yeah. which with the centrality of firing up the boiler room, let's call this the stretch week. Yes. Or do you say that? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what would be the miss, whether mm. someone's tracking with this or not, what would be the miss in this stretch week yeah. during this time?
1: Yeah. And I think I want to just land exactly what we just, which would be what we just said, okay. that... Um, In this last uh, part of the fast, uh, we start with uh, we're fasting to be with Him, Mm -hmm. intimacy with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then we all have things that we're praying for, need a breakthrough with a son or a daughter, I need a breakthrough in my health, I need a breakthrough um, on a sin issue Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I would say the last stretch needs to be about, Lord, is there anything in me that I need to leave behind? that, this, this, that, that uh, some weight came off, <laughs> you know, some uh, uh, distraction came off, but now what do I need to leave behind? Mm. And I just want to read this scripture. This is in the New King James Version. It says, uh, Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Mm-hmm. This is a great prayer for Stretch Week. Mm-hmm. Try me and know my anxieties, mm. and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way. Okay. And um, and wicked means uh, it can also mean it translates sometimes painful way, Mm. uh, unneeded way, um, unresolved way. Because you know wickedness is not just kind of like oh I did something really nasty. It's anything that is outside God's design for our lives. It's wicked because it causes destruction. Mm. Or other versions say make sure there's no evil way in me. Right. Uh, Whereas as as we talked about no painful way in me. Mm Uh, apart from god's grace so uh maybe just kind of go through that maybe this we can just kind of take the last corner here um why is anxiety such a big deal we are anxious when we're outside of the design of god Mm -hmm. or outside of the flow of god we're outside of the faith of god and so god doesn't want us to live anxious life and david knew this Mm -hmm. and uh and he said lord is there any anxious way in me what am i anxious about so that i don't Go the wrong way, mm-hmm. but I go the right way. Right. So what, what we talked about this, about kind of three levels. Help me out, remind me of what we were just talking about.
0: Yeah, so the, the, that, the anxiety would be that middle thing, the impurity that is blocking mm-hmm. from the mission of God. And what yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about offline is that there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of distraction, there's yeah. so much going on yeah. that if we could get if we could find God faithful as He reveals, like He did to David, yeah. those those anxieties, we would be free yeah. uh, to pursue individually yeah. and corporately uh, yeah. the mission of God together.
1: Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let us let us just kind of go go one two three here on this anxiety thing. Uh, number one, known sin, like I'm willfully. Looking at porn. I'm willfully getting drunk. I'm willfully giving over to anger. All right, these are are big rock, and they cause anxiety. Right. Right, because we're not made for those things. So when we do those things to fix our pain or to to, to uh, kind of walk our way, that caused anxiety. So known sin. So God, I crucify that. I bring that to the table in the middle of this fast. Mm-hmm. I'm asking for deliverance from it. I'm also asking for a plan right. and an accountability. Right. By, by, how do I confess that to you? Mm-hmm. Who do I confess that to? And how do I get rid of that? Right. So we've got willful known sin. Right. Then the second thing is we have unresolved insecurity. Mm. So that would be my... Life's journey uh, makes me anxious. I was never enough. Uh, I wasn't talented enough. I wasn't gifted enough. I wasn't. Now I've come to the Lord. I know the Lord, but these nagging thoughts of never enough just keep wearing me out, mm. and I live in insecurity mm. and not confident right. identity. Yes, right. Right. So we've got known sin. And then, God, what are those insecurities and fears that I live in mm-hmm. that keep triggering me and keeping me from my identity and race to run? Right. Right. And when, so those, so, so when God speaks to those, just Holy Spirit, who do I need to be honest with? Mm-hmm. Who's my accountability? Hopefully, the same person who I confess to mm-hmm. is who I also am vulnerable with. Right. So that I say, help me uh, to not live. An insecure life. Right. First, the Lord, but then people need to know mm-hmm. because we want to take those lies or those realities, and we want to put truth on those. Yes. Right. So if 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 I have a mantra, I'm never enough for anybody. Therefore, I'm not valuable to God. Well, God has called you a new creation. He's called your son or daughter. He's right. anointed you. Right. He's appointed you. Right. He's chosen you. He has good plans and not evil. Like wow, well, that's the truth against my insecurities, but I've got to be vulnerable with God and people right. to continue to overcome those. Right. So I want to get rid of those anxieties. Mm-hmm. And maybe lastly in the anxiety bucket, so that we don't go our own way, is that deep security in the forgiveness of God and the fresh start of God mm. every day right. in God so that I don't live with my failures of the past. Right. So if we've got known sin. Built-in insecurities mm-hmm. that everybody has based on family of origin and life's journey. And then that, that lust last bucket is high confidence mm-hmm. in God's fresh start in grace yes. every day yes. to make all things possible. I love it. Woo! Yes. So, known sin, confessed and put in its appropriate place. Mm-hmm. Insecurities, built a wall of truth around that. Right. And now that fresh confidence that Mm -hmm. this is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice in it and be glad, and his plans are good for me today. So I'm good to go. Yes. You kinda nail those down and this boiler room thing starts now connecting. Fire my heart up of worship Mm -hmm. that I might get rid of all known sin, may address the insecurities with truth, and stand confident in the goodness of God. Yes. Woo, this ship will sail, baby. It will sail Unending, and it is the devil's greatest fear Mm. that we get a hold of those truths Mm -hmm. because then uh, a fearless man or woman who fears God only and compassionately loves people Mm -hmm. rocks the world everywhere they go. Yes.
0: Let it it be so. I mean, it's it's John 15. Yeah, there it is. It's the pruning that we're all experiencing, but it's unto greater fruitfulness that he has for us.
1: Come on. So good. Well, hey, it's been a great day. Uh, again, everybody, um, man, just don't miss the boat as it comes by to stay on, stay on the ship illustration. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord is walking by us. He's inviting hungry and humble people. Right. Don't miss the boat. Yes. Yeah. And The boat is the church in community living this thing out. Mm -hmm. Thanks for taking the journey with us. And, hey, we are praying that your hungry and humble heart will be met by the glory of the Lord in this hour. In Jesus' name.